New to Medicare? Start now. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about some of the top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including plans for $0 a month in plan premiums, low out-of-pocket costs, and expansive provider networks. If you're thinking about a Medicare Advantage plan, MyHealthPolicy.com is a great place to go to find a plan that meets your needs. Learn more about your options. Even talk with a licensed insurance agent. MyHealthPolicy.com new to medicare go to myhealthpolicy.com with myhealthpolicy.com you can compare plans from some of the nation's top insurers start now to find a plan and apply online myhealthpolicy.com makes it easy to find a medicare advantage plan in your area including plans for zero dollars a month in plan premiums low out-of-pocket costs and expansive provider networks my decision my medicare MyHealthPolicy.com. You're listening to the Tumbling Saber Podcast, a proud member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Check us out on the web at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's time for episode 157 of the Tumbling Saber podcast. We're finally back in 2019. It feels so good to be back on the mic and with you all. How's it going? I'm Kyle. I'm Corey. And I'm Carlos. What is going on, all you fine people? Carlos, how's it going, my friend? Very, very well. Very, very well. Uh, Hectic weekend. Uh, Last week of the Christmas break. Uh, Kids are going back to school tomorrow. Hallelujah. It, yeah, this week, I don't know how to categorize the last two weeks. Like, it's, it feels like it went by really slowly. But then when I just think about the grand, the whole theme of it, or the whole scheme of the whole, of the whole break, it feels like it, again, went by in the blink of an eye. I can't believe the routine is back in. I mean, this is the best part of the routine, I guess, but the, the early wake-ups and getting people ready in the morning, it's, I'm not looking forward to that tomorrow morning. At all. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Sucks. Uh, Corey, how's it going over there? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. And, this uh, is a great the, the weekend. First, the first, uh, for everybody who should know, uh, Corey will be hitting, having a birthday in the middle of this week. Wednesday, I believe, is Corey's birthday. And uh, this, I think, it's, it's good on Wednesday because then you're, you're sure to get celebrations on either end. So this was the first of Corey's uh, celebratory birthday weekends. Yeah. It was big, man. It was super nice. I had some friend. I was at a friend's place with uh, a few friends. Came over, played Cards Against Humanity. I don't know if you guys ever played that one. Yeah, uh, no. My invitation was lost in the mail. I, well, uh, yeah. No, it's just another couple, whatever. But anyway, I destroyed <laughs> it, man. I, I went like eight for ten twice. So that was that was pretty sweet. A lot of fun. And then um, you know, took a big hike, like a five k hike in the woods. Went up for a nice Mexican meal. Hit saw Aquaman. Just really fun, and you know, yada yada yada. Super tired this morning. Had to take had to take a nap before the show. <laughs> uh, that's but for yeah, our good friend weekend. Jeffrey. New Year, same Corey. We love it. Oh baby, oh it was beautiful. Like no New Year's twenty nineteen. I am pumped for twenty nineteen. You know, I like, I feel like beating my chest right now, man. Like oh, I got so many good plans in like the near future. Like going up north, skiing. 
there's this crazy thing going on in the old port soon where like they have like a table d'hote going on at, like these super hot restaurants. Uh, hockey starts back up this week. Pump, baby. Lots going on in 2019. And that's your regular life. Your Star Wars life is about to get a whole lot more complicated too. And better. Yeah. Yep. I'm down. I'm, I'm, I'm awaiting that. That's, that's a part of 2019, man. It's everything. It's going to be awesome. Let's do this. So let's, yeah, let's, let's do this. Because, uh, you know, predictably, unfortunately, there, there isn't a ton of news to talk about. We, we did not get a title for Episode 9. We didn't, did not get a trailer. So we're just going to ease our way into the new year, take a look back at 2018, and then spring forward to 2019. Um, and I, it's a good thing we didn't make any wagers on those uh, trailers and titles, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you both, uh, Kyle, you owe me beers, and uh, Corey, you owe me two uh, smoked meat platters. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that did happen. I, I, I am happy to buy you a couple beers for that. No, definitely. No, it's all, it's all good. Uh, and I haven't had beer since my birthday, so I'm going to enjoy the shit out of that. Yeah, you know what? I'm in the midst of, well, look, it's January 6th, so I'm not going to brag about it. But I said I'm doing a dry January. That's it. And so far, so good, man. Have not missed the medicine at all. Oh, I, I screwed up at about uh, 12 minutes past midnight. And... Uh... <laughs> I, well, I had my last drink just before midnight, and that's that was it. I put it down, and that was it. I'm I'm starting 2019 clean, and then once I hit February 1st, we'll see what happens. Do I do I do I dare tackle two months? Can I go dry for two months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever done that in my adult life. Going two and solid sh- months. And the shortest month is the hardest month to stay dry. Let's be honest. Is it? If if by halfway through February you didn't get smashed at least once. You're not doing February any justice at all. Hmm. Wor- all right. Worst worst month ever. Hashtag change.org or something. <laughs> change.org to, to eliminate February. Yeah. Remove February from canon. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I would bring back Legends if we could get rid of February. Oh, well, there you go. See, I, I also wouldn't mind getting rid of November. I think it's just a dreary, awful month, and we're all just waiting to get to Christmas and New Year's. Those, yeah, those are the two. Yeah, those that, are the two months. If if we can if we can uh, decanonize February and November, I would be <laughs> fine with bringing back Legends. Yeah, but then that would that would just mean that January, uh, that January would be longer. So, because you're, you're gonna have to spread out those days throughout the remaining months. It's different psychologically. I think. What if we just yeah. changed it up and like let's just start calling February August? Yeah, that doesn't work for me. But uh <laughs> why don't we just add another month and then no months or 30 days? Or we can just yeah, just let's just all go into cryostasis during February and, and November. You know, it's funny conversation. This is amazing because I kind of had a conversation similar to this early earlier today. Uh, just about how, uh, you know, I, I'm getting, this is my, uh, I'm going back to work this week and, um, no, really? Yeah. Wow. And, uh, well, I was talking to a friend of mine and I'm like, you know what? Like uh, I've been looking forward to it, but now that it's like right here, I could use another week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can feel like crying. And, uh, and then she's like, oh yeah, seriously, I would really, I could use a month off. I'm like, why don't I just retire? I just should just retire. <laughs> 
I remember the <laughs> my first real job. Uh, I got I had an interview on a Saturday, and I kid you not, the interview took about eight hours. This is for an entry level graphic designer position. It was ridiculous. I showed up at like eight thirty in the morning. Incidentally, the first time and place I ever met my eventual wife on eight thirty on a Saturday morning when I was interviewing for a job. At four thirty, I was still there. Like, what is going on? The president, uh, the whoever was next in line under that, and then my eventual manager. Man, it was stupid. It was just so stupid. But at the end of the interview, they said, hey, I think we're comfortable in giving you the job. To which I said, thank God, after I didn't waste a Saturday for nothing. And they said, well, when are you available to start? And I said, well, I don't have another job to quit, so I'm good to go. They're like, all right, we'll see you Monday. And I was like, man, I was really hoping they'd give me another week. (laughs) You're an idiot. You should have said it right there. Like, yeah, I just got to, you know, give my 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 current employer some time and well, they uh, did have my cv which clearly says i don't have a job currently i mean i remember i was just out of school yeah so i mean they're it was probably for posterity they were going to say you're starting monday or you don't work here but it was yeah it was like damn it i i know i've been off for the last seven months since i graduated but i really could have used another few days here but oh well little anecdote from from my boring past. Uh, let's get into some <laughs> <laughs> some really important business here to kick off 2019. We'll do it the right way. Uh, boop, boop, boop. Sorry, go ahead. We've we've got to knight somebody again. We've been knighting people all over the place in this Commonwealth, but uh, we've 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 kind of slacked on one. I've slacked on one. It's been my my bad. It's somebody who's been a frequent contributor to our pod a big supporter to many Star Wars Commonwealth pods and just yep. generally one of the friendliest, most positive people you're ever going to meet. So like I said, this one's long, long, long overdue, but uh, that's, so that's the past. Now I am now happy to call Mr. Jeff Fishback, a Knight of the Commonwealth. I think yeah. it is yes, very, sir. very well deserved. Jeff, welcome to the knighthood. Welcome Jeff. Jeff. Yeah, welcome, buddy. Like, honestly, long overdue, and uh, super positive guy, man. Super positive. Yeah, I mean, Jeff does all the things that we <laughs> we ask and expect of our, com- our our knights of the Commonwealth, which is to, you know, whatever it is, share content, participate, be be an uplifting voice in the community, and and Jeff does all of that. Yep. Daily, <laughs> you know, he he really touts our, our network a lot. He supports the podcasts. He's a powerful friend. This is a, an absolute no-brainer. This is like, you know when someone gets elected to, to the Hall of Fame and they're like, what took this so long? This yep. is that moment. Like, why did it take... Kyle, sheer negligence. It is. I'm Jeff, I am so sorry, man. This is all on me. Uh, Jeff should have... Like, in, in actual fact, Jeff has, has been right there at the front of the pack with us all anyway. We're just making it official and to recognize... To, to acknowledge to Jeff that we we know we see you out there, and we we definitely appreciate your input here. Oh yeah, definitely. I I I'll be honest. Uh, when I heard the news, I was like, "He's not a knight." I I I, <laughs> <laughs> I literally thought he was a knight already. Welcome aboard, Jeff. You, if anybody deserves it, uh, it's you. Absolutely. So congrats, yeah, Jeff. Agree. Uh, also 2019, so we're, we're going to start this off the right way. Uh, we'll read a five-star review from Rural Farm Boy, who we have heard from in the past and who also supports the show. 
He writes, Kyle, Corey, Carlos, and Michelle. I find him, I found him while she was out. These folks talk serious Star Wars while clowning upon each other, especially when Michelle ain't around. So much fun and laughs. This is Star Wars. Short and sweet. Nice. Love it. Thank you, Mr. Rur- Rural. 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 Yes. <laughs> Thanks a lot, man. Much, much appreciated. Yeah, great review. Nice way to start the year. Oh, there was another review in the UK. It was a two-star. It was about uh, Carlos, me, you and me not being very nice people. And uh, <laughs> you... I'm serious. I'm, I'm being dead serious. That's a real thing? Yeah, it's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> we don't read the two-star review? I think we should read the two-star reviews. If, if, I, could pull it, <laughs> if I could pull it up really quickly, I would. But ju- the gist was... Uh, what, what was it? We... We don't tolerate other opinions, and we bully Corey. <laughs> really? I never heard that one. <laughs> Corey, you have a, you have a fanboy in, in, in the UK, Corey. What's going on? That's awesome. I don't think they realize that we actually love each other. This is like... Well, yeah, it's not, uh, yeah I mean, I, if, if it was your first time and you jump into the podcast, you, the, the dynamic is lost on you, and you go, man, they're really mean to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> But that's, that's, that's just how we roll. And Corey, I'll, I'll, I'll be nice to you tonight. Just yeah, you don't have to be, honestly. <laughs> I won't. 2019 off the right way. Yeah, no, I won't. Definitely won't. And uh, my, my foot is on the gas. And uh, so, and we're intolerant of other people's opinions. Yeah. That's what the guy... <laughs> All right, cool. Oh, I love it. It's amazing. Oh, man, this, this is fuel. I love it. Well, listen, I, I, I hope to... You should have been uh, more specific in saying that Carlos doesn't tolerate others' opinions. And Yeah, for, no, for <laughs> sure. You know what? Like th- That just makes me feel like I, I'm doing a great job on the pod. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. <laughs> All right, cool. Good to know. Beautiful. Yeah. So, well, well thanks. Thanks for taking the time to, to leave us a review anyway. Yeah. I think the sign-off was, no balance will be found here. <laughs> Uh, I could let's uh, okay. So wait, let's let, let's just uh, how do how do we let's deshell this a little bit, okay? So we're ta- we're taking out the nutcrackers and we're getting to the meat of the nut. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, how close to ten does this guy hate the Last Jedi? Okay, that's it. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I, I, or, I, or I could smell these people from a mile away. Maybe he's a Raylo and heard me trashing Raylo. Uh, it's, it's one or the other. I, I don't know. Whatever his opinion yeah. is, I, I, I'm, I, I think I probably respect it, unless it's a romantic Raylo thing. In which case, no. I, I think I think he's uh, <laughs> racist against green milk, and he's very, very angry. <laughs> and and seeing as how I didn't really, I, I don't, I'm not disgusted by green milk. I think maybe that's what he's talking about. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's projection for me being so intolerant. That's it's green milk. That is, it's what we do. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's all good. All right. So it's time for our first collecting update of 2019. We're keeping it to Star Wars only because you know what? We, we went over our, our, oh my God, I can't speak. This, give me a break here. It's our first time back. Uh, we did our holiday hauls on our latest Sith Disturbers, the sneak attack one that we dropped just before New Year's. Um, so if, if you want to hear that, if you really, really want to know what we got in depth, you can uh, become a powerful friend and check that out. Or if you already are, scroll back, check it out. Um, yeah. And so let's just, I, I didn't get anything, but what I did notice, 
um, is that Galaxy of Adventure figures, you know, those little animated shorts, uh, they are now available at Walmart, right? So the, they come in these like little cylindrical plastic tubes type things, and it, it's got cool graphics on it. It's got a little miniature comic book inside, plus a figure. So I, I love the synergy that they have going on with the show and the toys. Like it, it, to me, it's a perfect way to get kids into the into the line, into the galaxy as a whole. But I feel like the figures, like they're reissued figures. They're they're just repacks. I really feel like they should have done resculpts and have the figures line up with how they look in the show. Like I was really bummed out by that. Like now I don't I don't have any interest in these figures whatsoever. That's interesting. I guess it depends on the po- price point, but same as I thought a three they would have done quarter. a resculpt as well. Yeah, it's a three and three quarter price point. It's nine ninety nine or something like that. Yeah, not not terribly impressed, but I love that they packed it with a comic book. I think that is so, so super cool. I think was it uh, the Super Friends toys or the uh, the Justice League toys in the eighties? Did they have a mini comic book in there? I know He Man did at one point. Yeah, He Man yeah. did as well. I love those little comics. I thought they were the raddest little things to to include with a with a toy, but anyway, this, they brought it back here. But I, I feel like they only went halfway with this Galaxy of, of Adventures line. They really, I really wish they had gone the whole way because those those figures would have been so sharp. But alas, it is not to be. Uh, Corey, anything for you in the last uh, since we last spoke? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I know before the show, Kyle said, if it's not Star Wars, we don't want to talk about it, but that's too bad. I'll just spit it out really quick. And I got uh, Funko Pops, Garth Algar, and Wayne Campbell. Had to let you guys know that. Super cool. Yeah, that's the way I roll. 2019, baby. That's it? That's it. So you would have had no update otherwise? No update otherwise. Not yet. I'm waiting until uh, my birthday is on Wednesday, so fingers crossed. I can't believe we're showing that kind of restraint. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, after the holidays there, it uh, hit the uh, the old pocketbook pretty good. Eh? AP5? Who's AP5? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carlos, what's going on in Legoland? Uh, I got the um, uh, the brand new Death Star Escape, uh, the cool little diorama uh, with uh, Luke and Leia sharing their first incestuous kiss uh, <laughs> as they try to... They try to swing ac- <laughs> as they try to swing across the Wait, ravine. Are you, yeah, are you suggesting there are others? Yeah, of course there. Are. You think? Well, she did peck him on the cheek. So is that is that their first kiss in a new hope? Yeah, that 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 was for luck and uh, to cross the ravine. I call it the ravine. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's when Luke was all like, "Swing!" I mean, swing, because there was no Delorean for them to get from one side to the other, so they had to swing across. <laughs> and uh <laughs> anyways, we are all over that. the place we're, we're mixing yeah. everything up tonight the Algards and the wayne campbells and the sh- and the eastwood ravine yes the shonash ravine come on you gotta it's that's the you gotta you gotta use the real name buddy um, Sorry. no but uh, <laughs> no so i got that i got that little lego set i went with uh with the little guy to the lego store and um uh, we were actually uh, having a, quite the discussion as to uh, which set we should get, and he wasn't sure about it. And then I'm like, okay, well, we're, we're not going to get one if we don't. Get, if we're not going to get that one, then I don't know which set we're going to get because we pretty much have everything else. So we walked around the mall, and then he's like, you know what? I think we should get that set, Dad. And I'm like, ah, I got you. <laughs> I waited him out. 
So uh, yeah, we got that uh, that that cool little set, and it's actually forty bucks. It's uh, price per piece is a little high, but um, it's great. Uh, it's my first Leia figure, uh, a New Hope Leia. Uh, it's awesome. It's it's really really good. It's fun build, and uh, yeah, so uh, excited to have that as part of my uh, as part of our little collection here, and. Um, Got a couple of other things, but I can't really discuss them right now. We'll, I'll bring it on to another. Uh, if we do a Sith Disturbers, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later when uh, <laughs> little when when little ears aren't aren't around. Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> I, I am intrigued. Oh, I see. Yeah, your your kid yeah. your kid is with you now, and you don't want him to hear. Exactly. Yeah. There's. Uh, I thought Corey's the Lego the set that you bought was somehow fit for Sith disturbers and I'm like, "Whoa, what kind of what kind of Lego set is this?" Oh no, those are those are the mock builds. That's uh <laughs> <laughs> Tumbling Saber mock. Uh that's we're going to we're going to start a new podcast just for that. Sure, but, why not? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know Corey's not the only January baby uh in the vicinity, so I, I had to keep things a little on the DL. Ooh. All right, well there you go. There's there's a uh a brief collecting update that somehow took several minutes, even though <laughs> I don't think any of us really got much at all. <laughs> all right. So uh, as we ease into 2019, uh, we are now going to take a look back at 2018 in Star Wars, but we're going to invert this week's show structure. So Rick sent, uh, sent us a question a few weeks back and, and just, you know, just as we were heading into our holiday break. So we didn't get quite enough time to tackle it. So we're going to we're going to start episode 157 in, in earnest with with this one. And Rick writes, the year is almost over. It is over. And 2018 gave us a ton of new canon material, including but not limited to Cobalt Squadron, The Last Jedi novelization, Most Wanted, Last Shot, Solo a Star Wars Story, Thrawn Alliances, The Vader Comic, Dr. Aphra, The End of the Poe Dameron series, Women of the Galaxy, the Start of Resistance, The End of Rebels, Galaxy of Adventures, The Star Wars Adventures comic, uh, Vader's Castle, Lando's Luck, Flight of the Falcon, and probably some I'm forgetting. I wanted to give you guys my quick top three moments of the year. There might be a light spoiler or two, but I'll, I'll do my best to keep it clean. My number three is Poe Dameron, issue 28, written by Charles Soule. This issue starts with a conversation recalling the events of some of the major battles of the entire saga. Tales of victory and losses. Some personal. You find out that this conversation is between R2 and BB-8. It was really cool to see the saga through the eyes of a droid, and how even though they are a machine, they're still affected by it all. My number two is the end of Rebels. The last few episodes are some of my favorite Star Wars content. From the Twin Suns episode leading up to the finale, man... Dave Filoni put together a great narrative about family and sacrifice, and the epilogue legit made me cry. I can't wait to see how the rest of their stories continue. My number one is without a doubt, the entire run of the Vader comic. The series has to be looked at as a whole. The last issue just came out, so I won't spoil it, but I can say that Charles Soule crafted a wonderfully bookended character study of one of the most famous villains in pop culture. So much depth was given to the ultimate fall of Anakin Skywalker. The The art and the writing are top-notch. I kind of hate that it ended, but it's better to tell a finite story than to have it drag out. So what do you guys think? What were some of your top moments? I know there is a mountain of content that comes out every year, and it's hard to keep up, but what grabbed you guys? 
anxiously awaiting your answers. May the force be with you, Rick, Knight of the Commonwealth. Yes, sir. Great question, man. Uh, Carlos, you want to, you want to, should we round table this one? You know what? I, I think 2019 is, is, uh, I'm turning a new page. So I'm going to, I'm going to hand it off to Corey. Go ahead, Corey. <laughs> All right. So yeah, let's round table it. I'll, I'll start with my number three, I guess. And I just want to say first and foremost, like Rick, I loved your choices, man. Like, I feel you, man. I feel you. It was, uh, there's some solid, solid choices. Uh, but I'm going to take a bit of a different route for, <clears throat> uh, number three. And I want to mention being a collector. I just want to let them kind of know, I guess, or let everybody know that I kind of appreciated this year. I feel like, uh, the whole toy game got a bit upped this year. Like they really, I don't know. There was just a whole slew of characters and, uh, the announcement we got for stuff that's coming out. Uh, I had a good hunt. I'd say like the, there was, I won't say an abundance, but a lot of the stuff that I was really wanting and hoping for, I was able to find for the most part in the wild, which is part of the hunt, which is, you know, it's the funnest part really. So I'm really kind of thankful for that. And again, the stuff that they got coming for, uh, coming this year and, you know, again, the face sculpts, they, they've changed. They've really, I don't know. The, the game's different, man. Like I'm really appreciating these tours a little more and more. And, uh, just want to give them props, man. Well, there you go. That's it. That's it for number one. My, that's my number three. All right. That's uh, that's not a canon Star Wars thing, but okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it wouldn't be a podcast without some kind of loophole. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I read Afra. Like, there's a lot of like I have a lot of this content, but I haven't got a chance to getting around to uh, like the Vader comic, which. You know, I have every issue, but I just haven't sank my teeth into it yet. Cause... Oh, stop waiting. Get on that. Yeah. I swear, if you start that, I'm not, I'm not even joking. If you start that, you will make time for it. You will say like, oh, I got this and that to do. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I want to keep reading this series. It's it's that good. Well, the best part about it is now at least I have issues 1 through 25 on hand, right? So that's a good thing. Like I won't have to wait or... Yeah, like stop, stop, like get off the podcast. Go read those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, but seriously, you you got to read that before. There's there's some pretty big things that happen in the series. So I I mean you've stayed shielded this far unless you already know. But there's quite a few things I do know. It was kind of inevitable. Yeah, I mean if you wait this long, but yeah, the well the series just ended like a few weeks ago, maybe even a couple weeks ago. So. If you don't know what they did with issue twenty four twenty five, yeah, go go get, dive into that series before you find out out in the wild. Uh, Carlos, you got one? Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow uh, uh, Corey, and we're gonna start with the three and go to one. And uh, I'm gonna say uh, Vader's castle. Uh, getting to know more about about Mustafar and Vader's castle, you know. Third, uh, third house on the bank to the left. Uh, I, I kind of, for me, that was really important. I, I, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I don't know if everybody's gotten through the Vader run at all. Like, I didn't want to just uh, go out there and just like, you know, all encompassing the Vader run, you know. But I think getting to understand, like, understanding a little bit more about Mustafar and, and Vader's castle, 
was uh, was very very high on my list. So um, that's where I stand. Number three, Vader's Castle. Yeah, Vader. Yeah, that was a fun little mini series. I I really did enjoy that. You, um, you read them all, Co? I did. Yeah. Nice. They're fun. Yeah, I saw. I read that too. If you, do you, you, I guess you do have them, right? Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say if you don't have them, the trade, the five, the five issue trade is like thirteen or fourteen bucks. It's a yeah. Should have went a, that route. It, it's a stupid deal. I I honestly wish I had done it that way instead. Um. I I really wanted to put solo, a couple moments from solo on my list, and I feel bad that I didn't. But you know, and you know what? What's what's weird is that in a perfect world, we right now early January 2019, we would still be digesting Solo as a movie. It's like, it, damn it, it should have come out like three weeks ago. You know? We'd still be sitting here having a review, gushing over the movie. But uh, I'm going to throw the Hope Dies arc from the main Star Wars title in there for consideration. Because I, you know, I spent a good long time dumping on the main title, and I've just stuck with it. Because there was a stretch of... Jeez, oh, I'd say a good year from the mid twenties right through to issue forty or so, that the book just wasn't doing it for me, and so, but you know, I, I hung in there because I'm a sucker. But uh, the, the Hope Dies arc was was stunning. It was um, well, we're at the point now where we're closer to Empire than to A New Hope, and what happens at this point at this point in in canon is that uh, the rebels had gotten the support of the Moncala fleet. So they find like they've had this whole thing on Moncala and uh the the rebels said we we need your ships in our fight versus the empire. You got to help us. They didn't want to, they finally did. And so the they're retrofitting the the Moncala ships with weaponry and shields and all that stuff and the empire traps them. And they're annihilating ship after ship and it it's bleak and Vader's got this master plan in effect. The whole fleet's about to be wiped out. The Alliance is about to be destroyed. And of course, you get classic Star Wars heroics. Uh, but it, uh, Kieran Gillen, the writer, just had a real sense of despair like baked into the book as the Rebels were being crushed. Even though you know everything's going to work out. They did a great job of, of giving you that sensation. But then like, at, at the end of the story the fleet, what's left of it, splinters in different directions and scatters to to be the way we find them in Empire, where some are on Hoth and others have gone to somewhere else to lick their wounds They and they don't know where each other are. That's the crazy part. They're not quite sure where each group is at this point. And uh, we, we also got the deaths of uh, Generals Draven and Dodonna in this arc. So, no. you know, yeah. Spoiler, Corey. Sorry about that. And it answers. Madonna. Yeah, it, it answers the. Uh, <laughs> you know, we always have the question as Star Wars fans, right? Like, where was so and so in the OT, or why weren't they an Empire? We now know. He was at the orthodontist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had a serious root canal needing attention. Uh, no, so they, and they both got really, really good endings. Draven and Dodonna, both, both. Good sacrifice. Well, not yeah. I guess sacrifices. Good sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, they got good send offs there, and uh, yeah. So that's that's my number three, Corey. What do you got next? Uh, 
I'm going to go with Solo. Like, I absolutely love that movie. I worried for it prior. Um, anyone listening to the pod would probably know that. Like, I was really kind of uh, reserved with its numbers. I had a bad feeling with the timing of it all. But I absolutely loved it. Uh, I got to experience it with you guys, which is always kind of like the best part. You know, the the pre-date, which is, I don't know, just meeting up is so fun. But if I had to choose one moment from the film in particular... I think it have to be the empty's nest reveal and the tie-in, which that kind of means for everything, really. To me, in my head, in my head canon, what that means is she is kind of like the the foundation or where the rebellion really its roots lie, right? So you see kind of tie-ins with the partisans, like Ro- uh, Saw's crew. It all ties in, and it's the eventual re- rebellion that she is trying to start is what we know in A New Hope. And I just think that's so incredibly cool that Han actually had something to do with its genesis from the start, you know? So when you see Han in the later, in the OT, and he's still like reluctant of the rebellion, I wonder in his head if he knows that he was the one that helped build it. By giving the coaxium to Enfys. Exactly. I'm sure he knows. Or maybe he's too dumb to know. I don't know. But yeah, that's not that's a good pull because it does really lay some groundwork and plant some seeds and and re- connect some dots at the same time. And and Enfys yep. Ness is just so rad. Indeed. Uh, Carlos. Yeah. Uh, in the spirit of 2019, I, I agree with Corey. And uh, Solo is my number two. Uh, definitely. Uh, I I when they first announced it, I'm like, I don't want this movie. And then I got it, and I loved it. And I went to see it five times in theater, <laughs> and um, yeah, it was uh, it was it was really fun. It was a really good movie. I think it did it, it did some fun. I don't think it did a lot for canon necessarily, but it did tie up some little things, and you know, puts a face to certain uh, a different face to certain characters. And uh, Donald Glover uh, as Lando was was standout. Um, could have done without Woody Harrelson uh, or the the his portrayal of of the Beckett character uh, wasn't wasn't uh, wasn't terrible. But I mean, it, it it just took me out of the Star Wars universe a little bit. But um, but overall, the story was great, and the mall reveal and 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 Kira becoming. Um, when when we see her on on uh, on Dryden uh, on Dryden's ship, at first you're like, oh, okay, multi multi layered character. But then, uh, as the movie goes along, there's like, she's an onion. There's yeah. layers upon layers upon layers, and it's like it, it just when a movie makes you want to know more about a character. Uh, well, for me, that's it's Kira. I, I, I need to know more about this character. And I, and I understand the love for Emphy's Nest and, you know, powerful uh, female character, uh, gorgeous redhead. Like, yeah, it's, I, I, I like it, but I think Kira has, there's more depth there. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Kira is. So we didn't, we didn't know much about Emphy's Nest going in. Right. So it was like, whatever we get from her is what we get. But Kira, we knew she'd play a huge part in the movie, and they totally over-delivered on her. And I was so over- so taken aback by how great the character was. Like, I think she's 
I guess I still have to call Emphis Nest the biggest surprise of the movie for me, but I'm I'm blown away by how great the Kira character was was written and developed. So I'm right there with you on on that. I agree. There's so much left there. Like the the story's still so open ended. Like with Car- what Carlos said, Maul, just that new ho- whole aspect. Like I, I'm really curious what happens to her, you know. And it's just unfortunate of the film's box office because I don't know. It's a business again, so. Just uh, I don't know if we'll be seeing those stories on screen, you know. Yeah, it's a shame. It it really is. I, well, one way or another, we will get them. It's just how how in what form? Novel, comic. In some form, it's it's going to be told, or maybe it, they will do a a film one day before these characters all become like actually fifty years old and they have to recast them again. I say they're going to do it and they're going to release a film on the Disney streaming network. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna happen. Not yeah, gonna do it. Uh, I listen to Cannon Fodder. Uh, I'm up. I'm up to. Uh, I'm up to date. With there the you news. go. Hey, you know what? Never say never. Bob Iger says they're not doing it, but never say never. He might. They might. Yeah. They, he reserves the right to change his mind on anything if if market indicators say we should change our Ex- minds. Exactly. Exactly. Anyways, I think that's just for the short term. I think they meant for like for for the launch. So uh, I'm I'm okay with that. Anyways, uh, all, all that to say that yes. So w- what Solo did for Canon is less than what they did for Future Canon. I think I think they they, they set more stories up than actual uh, setting up Canon. If you understand what I'm trying to say. Well, yeah. Like if we remove Canon from or Solo from Canon, we don't. It does nothing. It does nothing. Like, exactly. No. We went 40 years without knowing that stuff, and we were just. I just fine. think it's. I just think it's so cool that Emphy's nesting, like the it's a loose tie in it. Again, it's my headcanon, like connecting all those things. But I mean, it does look like that's what they're indicating, right? Oh, for sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, we did gain some things, but the movie I, and it's like it's not ne- a necessity. I get that. I just think it's really neat, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. It was it's a, it's a great fun film. But if if it if it never existed, you know, we'd still be here. We'd still be fascinated by this galaxy. Uh, my number two, I'm going with uh, so similar to Rick, and I, I struggled with this because my top three is very, very close to Rick's. I'm, but I'm going with the end of Rebels. I, I like Rick. The epilogue just about nearly killed me too. Like the reveal of of Hera and and Kanan having a baby, that was a huge shock, right? And that that made me feel, and I'm sure others out there too, like made me feel like an idiot for the clues that were planted in a couple of prior episodes. That we all completely whiffed on. Yeah, I need to tell you something. There's that one, which we all just assumed. Oh, she needs to. She wants to say that she loves him. No, yeah. she had something a bit bigger. And also, I, I think there's a scene where she's walking through the ghost, and she stops and she like rubs her belly or, or touches her belly. No, oh, wow. And and she continues like she pauses and continues on nobody called that at the time. Nobody suspected anything. And then someone mentioned, uh, gifted on Twitter. It's like, oh my God. Like they were telling us right to our faces that she's pregnant and we missed. Anyway, then uh, of course in the epilogue, we, we saw a slightly older Sabine, which, which was exciting. If only because here we were getting, we were live. This was post return of the Jedi timeframe. And here we are seeing stuff going on and everything looked bright and hopeful and then, uh, she, you know, she's laying things out. And who shows up is Ahsoka. 
And that just sent my mind racing. Like she's back. And where are they going? Looking for Ezra. Holy cow. Like I think Filoni in that sequence gave us like what, at least one uppercut and probably a nice right cross at the, to the right to the jaw. That was, that was, that was a great few minutes of, of, uh, of Star Wars there. So Rebels, End of Rebels is my number two. Corey, wrap it up. All right. Um, not sure, sure if you guys remember or if you've ever heard, but I absolutely love Rebels. <laughs> so I'm going to have to give that my, make that my number one. And I'm just – I'm so happy that Rick is uh, on the same page too, you know. Like I, I don't know if I could choose one particular moment. Like the, the epilogue like you just well described, Kyle, it, it destroyed me, man. Like I'm t- totally – on the same page as Rick, like Kyle, I know you're a robot and weren't able to shed a tear, but I bawled like <laughs> a baby, man. The first time I saw it, I was like, oh my God. But every time I see it to this date, I still well up. I still get goosebumps. And not only that episode either, it's many of the episodes building up to it, like Kanan's death and, uh, you know, the, the wolves, the world between worlds. The first time meeting Ahsoka, what that means, like. Ezra, like Ezra's sacrifice, knowing that he's still alive. Uh, and stuck pain, with Thrawn. Yeah, man. And I think we pretty much got confirmation that he lives as well, which is really odd. But hey, whatever. I'm going with it, man. Travel through hyperspace. Whatever those, those uh, what are they called? Purgles. Somehow they, they did something to save them. I don't care. Oh yeah, like someone's gonna get, like the windows were broken. They should have been sucked out while they did once they went to into hyperspace. Get, stop, 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 yeah. stop. Who cares? The, the, anyway, the, the, it's some of the like Rick had said. It's honestly, uh, really some of the best Star Wars ever. Period for me, the storytelling, the the mysticism, the magic. What it like, th- Filoni's uh, vision of, for the Force and the, the past of the Force and. The future, what it could mean, like its actual presence, its power. It's it was so grand, so much more than I had ever expected, and it just mystified me. I was completely like just floored with some of these episodes, and uh, I'm just so thankful for that. Like um, it was just beautiful storytelling, and again, like oh, Rebels for sure. Like it's gonna be a hard, uh, hard subject matter to topple for me at this point. And it just, again, he's laid groundwork for future stories as well, which is super exciting. Yeah, and we know Filoni himself is working on The Mandalorian, so you wonder if any of those threads get picked up on there. You wonder. All right, Carlos, tune us up here with number one. What, what, do, we, what do you have? So in the spirit of 2018, uh, Corey's completely wrong about number one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I'm going to say... Uh... I'm going to say The Last Jedi no- novelization. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I think it did a lot. Like, f- I think everybody knows that I'm a fan of the movie. I, I have my nitpicks like I do with every single Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. N- not, one- not one of them is perfect. Uh, but this one is is on, is like top three in, on my list. Mm-hmm. And the novelization actually does more for... Um, uh, you know what the novelization for the revenge of the sith actually did a lot for the movie as well oh, but yeah. but but for but for this one i really i don't know if you guys noticed man I, I'm, I'm stepping up my game for tumbling saber i'm doing my research <laughs> <laughs> and, and the novelization for the last jedi actually um, made it so much better like if i had to put it i'd say 17 better 
So, uh, no, I really, really enjoyed it. I think uh, as far as what it does for canon, a lot more than, uh, you know, one-off comic runs or or anything else that, that you can get. So I, I'm really, really, uh, I'm high on that. I'm really, really high on the novelization for The Last Jedi. And I know there's people out there uh, who who disagree, and that's fine. And you can continue to leave two star reviews. Uh, for, <laughs> for it's, the, it's the effort that counts. We're just flattered that you visited our page at all. <laughs> I'm just happy you listened to the show, <laughs> and somebody knows my name. That's great. So uh, no, but uh, all kidding aside, no, I really, really do think that the novelization for the Last Jedi and and Corey, I'm really disappointed that this is not on your list. Like. As a fan of Star Wars, like how could you not have this on your list? Yeah, I'm just thinking, you know, it was, was more, a rhetorical uh, question. Nobody wants to hear the answer. <laughs> 2017, all right? Come on. <laughs> yeah, but the novelization came out in 2018. Come on, you gotta you stay on the ball, buddy. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, and that's another guess... weird thing. Like that, the, usually the novel drops alongside the movie, or or really close to it. This didn't drop th- until March or April or something. I thought it was like end of February, beginning of March, but uh, you might like be that. right. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. it was well after for some strange reason. I, I got to listen to the audiobook. I have the the printed version as well, but holy crap, was the audiobook ever good? I can't remember the the voice, uh, the narrator's name, but man, does he knocks out every male voice in that film? It's it's uncanny how well he pulled off the voices. It it's it's so good. It's immersive. It deepens the the movie even more. It, yeah, it was like watching the movie again. It's like thirteen hours long. It was glorious to listen to that thing. So that's a good pull. It it, it was on my short list, uh, Carlos. But I am going with something that Rick mentioned. It's the Vader Run Volume Two, Wire to Wire, one of the best runs in comics I have ever read in my life. It, that in all comics, DC, Marvel, you name it. This is right near the top of the list, and like when, when it's it's all the more stunning as an achievement when you consider that you know episodes one through six, like that that is Anakin's fully realized, fleshed out story, but yet Charles Soule manages to delve into Anakin's and Vader's psyche in ways that are like mind blowing and unpredictable. I always like to say that fans should not have to pick up a novelization or a comic book to have to understand a film or to get more out of the film. Like the film should stand on it for itself and deliver everything it needs to. But I, I mean, this as a blanket statement to anybody who knows how to read and who likes star Wars, like you have to, you have to pick up this book and like read these, these books in trade or digitally or somehow like, even if you, if you, I can't do it. I'm, I'm just not good at reading. Go read a summary. Go read the reviews of each novel. Find find the synopsis. Under like try just familiarize yourself yourself with what uh, Soul pulled off here. It's so so good. And I, I won't. I had a couple details I wanted to mention, but since Corey is here and he hasn't read them, I'm not going to do it. So, uh, and I'll I, of course if I spoil it, you have less inclination to go out and buy it. And you should, because Charles Soul is awesome. And the more, I guess, the more fans support his work, the more Star Wars stuff he's going to get thrown his way. And uh, that that's something we all very much need. Um, I had one more thing. I, I wanted to throw this in the mix. And I guess it may be 
considered a bit of a hot take and it's got nothing to do um it's got nothing to do with with canon or story points or anything like that but like 2018 was the year where we as a fandom learned that Star Wars really isn't bulletproof you know just slapping the Star Wars name on something isn't quite enough anymore so whether it's the 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 backlash over the last jedi and solos then air quotes underperformance whatever you wherever you land on that uh and like all the bs that came with it good or bad like it's clear to me that lucasfilm and disney are are they're clearly listening and you know in in the aftermath of solos failure at the box office they reevaluated things right and it led to this this thing that that Iger was calling a slowdown and they were rethinking how they're going to launch things and where stuff's going to go. Like, to me, it, it, you know, when they're looking ahead, they see Episode Nine as the end of an era, and they no doubt want to get everything right along the way. At, marching up to Episode Nine, they want it all to be sunshine and rainbows in Star Wars. So if if 2018 was the year that the Star Wars franchise and its fandom took a like a big old open open hand slap to the face then I, I choose to believe it's for the best. And, and it's a wake-up call that uh, hopefully will make everyone, including ourselves and especially Lucasfilm and Disney, a little more vigilant and ultimately uh, a little better. And that, that's it. So that's, uh, that's our 2018 in a nutshell. And I, I guess I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention our life here on the podcast. Like 2018 passed by so quickly, but we had so much fun here on the podcast, like we had so many changes. Like James left with ads and started the Green Door Pod, and then uh, Steve, who was doing Journals of the Willing with me, he he got married and started a life with with Dan and had some big steps in his career. Michelle has joined us, which has been huge. Elaine was here for a cup of coffee and then had her like her, a, a big change in her career commitments as well. And I just want and Corey and Carlos, I just want to say thank you to all you guys who helped make this pod what it is and. Again, one last time, here's to a great 2019. And that's it. So thanks again, Rick. I, I, I love this question. I had a difficult yet a good time uh, thinking over all the stuff we had in 2018. And uh, that's it. So I, I, I want to hear you guys' opinions on all this stuff. So uh, hit us up in the Facebook group. All right, boys, we are done with our look back to 2018. What a year it was, despite all of the, the people who tried to ruin the year. It was still a hell of a year. And uh, so now it's time to turn our page to 2019 and, and take a look at the things that have us the most excited because I'll say it again, 2019 is going to be maybe the biggest year in Star Wars yet. So I mean, here's a list, by no means exhaustive, but we've got Star Wars Celebration Chicago, which means trailers and sneak peeks and panels and all that stuff. Uh, it's, it's got the opening of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland and, and Walt Disney World. Uh, another Force Friday. We've got the Clone Wars coming back. Favreau's The Mandalorian's dropping. Episode 9. Oh, <laughs> and the end of the Skywalker saga, allegedly. Mm. Uh, the Resistance Season 1 finale and start of Season 2. We've got Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order. That's, that's a game from EA that's coming. And then on the publishing side... We've got Master and Apprentice from Claudia Gray. We have Queen's Shadow. We have Thrawn Treason uh, and Pirate's Price, which if you're listening to this on Tuesday, man, oh, man, <laughs> it's a story featuring Han 
Chewie, and Hondo. And it's canon, and it counts, and I'm totally picking that book up. Oh, hell yeah. I hope it doesn't. Oh, that's true. I guess. When, when does it take place? Uh, the cover is has an image of young Han, so. Hmm, okay. So we know it's pre, pre-Rebels. So he lives. He lives. Yep. And there's a million different comics coming. I, I no way I can list those all off, but uh, that's that, that's it. That is the those those are the big things in the year of Star Wars, and every everyone else is gonna have to step aside because Star Wars is gonna need to take up the whole couch. All right, so of of that stuff, or maybe maybe you've got something else, uh, Corey. What have you? What are you most excited for in 2019? I guess we'll, I, I kinda, we'll, we'll do this roundtable style again, I guess. Start with your three and we'll work our way up. Okay. Um, it's really, really, really hard for me to decide, to be honest. I don't think there's going to be any big shockers either. Like, uh, Yeah, I'm afraid that we're all going to have the same three. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll start with my number three. And I, I think I'm going to... Real hard... Two and three are a toss-up, basically. Definite coin toss. But uh, I'll have to go with Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just so glad they listened to the people. Uh, Filoni obviously had unresolved issues with this. And, you know, Filoni, again, complete genius in my mind. He has a plan. If he's doing this, it's for a reason. We get more Ahsoka and we get a conclusion to the story. Like, uh, I just think the the timing of it all is just nice, too. It's just a nice little cherry on top for everything. And uh, I'm glad they're really glad they're doing it. And I'm super excited for it. Like more racks, come on, give it to me all day. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good start, Carlos. I'm actually the same for me. My number three is uh, is the Clone Wars. I'm actually quite excited with that. So yeah, it's, you know, I guess just to be somewhat contrarian, it is. I guess I'll have to say it. it I'll, I'll confess it is my third as well. But maybe I'll, I'll just slide something in. Uh, I'm so stoked for uh, Fallen Order. I can't wait for a, a, a post-Order 66 story to play out in a video game format where you, you get to follow along this this Padawan and how he survives. If he survives, who knows? You know, I, I'm, I'm skeptical about EA's ability to pull it off given the, the loot box scandals from Battlefront 2. But uh, you know, I, I, I want to see the story play out. Like My favorite part of Battlefront 2 is watching the cutscenes between levels. It's It's like watching a new star Wars movie play out on your mm-hmm. screen as you play. Like, and, and of course it's, the content is canon. It counts. And uh, yeah, I, I can't look, I I'm, I'm stoked for that, but uh, officially clone wars, but I wanted to make a little note of fallen order. So Corey, what do you got for number two? Uh, my number two. Well, first and foremost, I just want to say that this is all one, two and three here are kind of, I don't, we have no confirmation of this. This is all stuff we have confirmed coming in. But if Ryan Johnson were to release released uh, heavy details on whatever he's doing with his trilogy, that would definitely be a top contender in these uh, in this top three. But seeing how we don't have any confirmation that that's actually going to happen, I'll go with the Mandalorian. Uh, come on, John Favreau. Just I was so happy to learn that he was a big part of this project. The timeline of this project, uh, the directors, you know, Filoni taking his first live action role, uh, Taka Waititi, Bryce Howard. Like, I am so on board now. Like, we know it's going to be a short season, a poignant one, most likely. I'm loving the eclectic group of actors they have put together. And 
again, it's going to be the first live action we get to see. So that's like a, the beginning. It's a new chapter. And I'm really anxious to see where uh, they're going to take us with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Carlos, are you going to echo that? No, my, uh, well, my number two is, uh, is a uh, celebration. Uh, and, and not, not for the, the, the tr- uh, trailers and sneak peek stuff, but for actual announcements of things that have not been announced yet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Come on. That, that, Hit us between the like, eyes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like what? Like I want, I want that, that, uh, that holy S moment. Like, are you counting Ryan stuff in there or is that, that doesn't count because we've already been told that's coming. Well, unless they give it, no, if, if they say, okay, Ryan's trilogy 2021 or, uh, 2020, uh, dropping that I would, I would consider that as, as uh holy S moment because I, right, it's I, all, it's all up in the air right now. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I, I wonder if the game of Thrones guys will get their turn first. I think the, the more this, I mean, they're done I mean, they're done with game of Thrones now. So like, I don't know if they're taking a break first to recharge or if they're jumping straight into Star Wars, I have no clue. But I, you I, mean the Dungeons and Dragons guys? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Benioff and Weiss—they have names, guys. We should use them. <laughs> yeah. The, well, the, 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 we say Dungeons and Dragons because it's David Benioff and 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 David Weiss, right? You know what? I don't know their first names are. That it's it's D and D, and that's that's why I took the D and D and made it Dungeons and Dragons. Oh my god. It just blew your mind, man. That might have been my favorite reveal of 2019 right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Roll it up, guys. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, I get the I get the feeling that they're gonna their stuff is gonna get to screen before Ryan Johnson's. Really? That's my sense. I, I feel like they're just gonna start sooner. And I, I do think there's something to uh, back in the summer when, when Bob Iger failed to mention Ryan Johnson's name among the list of stuff they have cooking. I, I think they're letting some some time and space away before they bring him back in. So I, I feel like that we're going to get a lot of stuff. Like, I, I even question if if he'll be at Celebration because then, then of course, they'll have to announce something and it'll be fine within the halls of Celebration. They'll be cheering and screaming and yelling. But outside of that will be the negativity. And I, I don't think they want any traces of negativity within or or coming out of celebration. So I, I don't even know if Ryan Johnson will be there. I don't know. It's it's tough. Because normally that would be the perfect place to 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 drop a date, right? Absolutely. If, but, if, like two, three months ago, I would have said, absolutely, yeah, for sure. We're st- Ryan Johnson's. We're going to get dates. We're going to get uh, not 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 necessarily a, a synopsis or a premise, but something about what he's doing. But I, I don't know about that anymore. I, I certainly think we'll get the the D and D guys. I certainly think we'll get news on their on their series. You think when you say news, they're going to give you like a uh okay we're going back to knights of the old republic or we're going uh to um the first sith temple or we're like they're going to give us just like a, a backdrop of what their their films are going to be of yeah the broadest possible <clears throat> excuse me the the broadest possible stroke we're going a thousand years back in time we're going 
500 years into the future, so everything will be new. We're and we're exploring the old or new Jedi Order. No, no casting, no, not none of that stuff. But yeah, just the biggest possible stroke of what they're doing, and when we expect to see it. Cool. So your 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 number two is basically the res- the the announcements of new stuff to come. Yeah, not not the tra- trailers and and like that's that's further way further down my list uh, because we know we're gonna get those things. For me, it's the unknown that we we're gonna get at celebration because I could pretty much guarantee right now we're gonna get one thing at celebration that we nobody was ever expecting because that's what they do. So. And one thing, I think one angle that we don't talk about is this celebration is going to be right right there on the, on the doorstep of, of the Phantom Menace's 20th birthday. So what would, could they do anything with that? I don't know. Not that it would make, I don't know if, if they could say anything about the Phantom Menace that would make us all lose our minds, but yeah, I don't know. We're getting it's, a Palpatine prequel. That would count. Yeah, that would certainly count, right? Like, that's that's the movie that probably features Palpatine. Well, he's he's very heavily featured in all the prequels, but that's when we see him as Senator Palpatine in his most air quotes human state. Man, like maybe that would be a thing. Let's let's announce. Let's bring Ian McDermott into celebration, and he can announce some sort of Palpatine prequel type thing. That would be nuts. Wow. Uh, my number two, <clears throat> lack of creativity here, uh, Mandalorian. I, I just, and not necessarily because it's a Mandalorian. I, like I said before, I'm not huge on Mandalorian culture and all the, like that, that society. I could take it or leave it. But I'm looking forward to seeing a live action Star Wars television show i want to see how they approach it i want to see the production value um i I just want to see how it's all treated and it's helmed by by john favreau who i i I personally feel i helped influence make happen remember i predicted a a week before he was announced that he i'd love to see him do star wars so i'm taking some credit but uh yeah i i just i love his work and so i want to see him put a, a firm stamp on the star wars galaxy with with the Mandalorian. So Corey, what is your number one? Well, I think it's not uh, any big surprise, but got to go with episode nine. I mean, come on, this is the year 2019. We've been waiting for it since 2012. It's the end of the first chapter, kind of the, of the Disney area era. It's it's almost like a it's like the end of an era of a chapter in our lives too. You know, like having known when Disney took over that this was all going to take place. It's the end of the Skywalker saga. Allegedly. So this, yes, but <laughs> you know, whatever it is, it's, it's the end of an era to me. And, uh, I love the story. I can't wait to see what they're going to do with it. And, uh, they, they got a lot, uh, a lot to do, you know, but, uh, I'm still hopeful. I think they're going to, they're going to give us a great story, man. And again, from like getting to see you guys to everything involved here, all those factors just compound everything to me. Like, the fact that it's the end and it's, I don't know, it's, it's emotional a bit in a way. So I'm really looking forward to all that. And, uh, again, man, JJ, you could do this, man. I believe in you, brother. 
Fair enough. That is, that's, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if we're going to shock any anybody here with episode nine takes at number one, but uh, Carlos, what do you say? Uh, for me, what I'm, uh, my number one is I'm actually going to give Rebels a shot and uh, try to watch that whole thing without falling asleep. <laughs> that's what, uh, that's what I'm going to try to do. No, that, no, it's obviously it's episode nine. I think we're all on the same page here. Uh, it's episode nine. And um I, I don't know if it's like super excited or there's I, there's a lot of anxiety that has to do with it. It's it's the thing I'm lo- most looking forward to, uh, not because I'm expecting great things, but just because of that whole anxiety about the 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 saga being quote unquote completed. Um, but it, it, whether it's anxiety or ex- excitement or expectation, it's still at the top of my list. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll follow on from you there, and like, it's episode nine again, big surprise, but it's it's the associated pre buzz, you know, like we got a whole year of of absolute crazy fun and speculation and pulling our hair out and like the the sweats that the trailers are going to give us, and you know, we're, pretty soon we're going to get a title announcement. I know it; it's coming. And we're going to see some first images; those are going to get our heart hearts racing. Uh, more we'll get all kinds of stuff at celebration the news from the bresna bombs that are coming and then that, there's that final stretch right that that last what we'll, we'll, if we get a trailer again in october we'll have about 60 days in there which will just be absolute torment after we break down that trailer and watch it 500 times <laughs> then we, we have that wait right it's it's 60 days it's 55 and then oh those last two weeks are just hell Right. So I'm looking forward to like, not just the movie itself. Of course, I'm looking forward to the movie, but all everything that mushrooms out from that is going to make my 2019 just so much fun. And hopefully the movie delivers on, on every front. So, you know, (laughs) what's funny is, you know, all those things that I just, I can't stand to see in episode nine that I'm trying to deprogram myself from. I, I think I'm doing a good job. Like I'm trying to like soften my stance on a lot of those, but uh, yeah, I just I just want to enjoy the story and and appreciate where it lands. So yeah, there's uh that's that's got me riled up for 2019. That's that's for damn sure. Anything else you guys want to throw in the mix before we uh, call it a shorter episode, but uh, be done with it nonetheless? Yeah, I, I would like to say that you know, unfortunately. Chances are slim to none that I'll be attending celebration. But had I been able to, I think that would have probably been my number one. Just to have a chance to have met up with everyone, all the creators and stuff. I think that would have been truly amazing. Yeah, I mean, there. I guess there, I'm leaving like a one percent chance that I'll somehow just get to Chicago, just to be able to hang out with our crew there. But you know that's 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 a very very scant chance. It would be, it would be on my list as well if I knew I was going to sh- to celebration. Man oh man, it would be. If if not at the top of my list, it would certainly be in my mentions. Yeah, if I was going to Chicago, I would put uh, calories aside for some deep dish and some beers with the Rogue Squad Pod, and uh, and and Robert Cast and Tim from the Nerd Room, and uh, I don't know if Steve Kirk is going to make his way out there. Yeah, for there, sure he is. There, there's gonna there's gonna be quite a few people and 
uh, yeah. It's I'm, in Rick's I'm, backyard. Exactly. <laughs> you know? It's in Rick's backyard. Party, and, party uh, at Rick's house. He's ordering 20 air mattresses. And, but the, yeah, uh, those are all for Kigo though. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, there's a slim chance that I make it out there and, um, but it would be cool. It would be really, really cool. Absolutely. Sure. Um, yeah. Well, one last thing too, like I'm look, really looking forward to, I don't, I didn't make my list, but come on, man, guys, my boy, blueberry Bridger, Ezra Bridger and chop chopper. Come on, man. They're getting their own, uh, black series toys. Got to get me some of that, man. If I don't get those, I'd be quite upset. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, so, I'm, I'm halfway surprised Corey that you didn't put, um, force Friday or yeah. Force Friday on your list. Yeah, I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm just really excited for this TV content. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no wrong picks, I don't think. But as as a huge collector yourself and somebody who just goes to nutsy, nutso lengths to get your hands on stuff. Yeah, I, I thought maybe Force Friday would have snuck in there. I was thinking about it, but oh, yeah, man, come on. For me, Wars. April, the April release of the Lego stuff and knowing what we're going to get on May the 4th. Like, uh, there's rumors and stuff about what's coming out, uh, for the, the next UCS sets. And, uh, I'm really excited about that, but it still doesn't, it still doesn't top my top, uh, my top three for, for the year. Uh, but it's close, man. It's really, really close. So it's tough, but I'm really excited for 2019 is to see, uh, where we're going to go with the, um, tumbling saber Patreon program, the powerful Pre- friends program. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> is that is that my my opportunity to shill? Like I don't shill enough for Star Wars. I got to shill for <laughs> Patreon now. Well, I know that. I mean that that is uh, something that's always a focus here at the podcast, and uh, we do have a great community of supporters. Uh, that, that that is without question. We have my goodness, so many powerful friends who encourage us and support us and uh, add to the show and and make our discussions much more lively in our Facebook group. And uh, yeah, we, we would love to have you if you're not a powerful friend as, as a part of the family. So uh, you can head on over to patreoncom slash tumbling saber and pick one of the tiers, whatever one works for your budget and however much content you think you can handle on top of what we already provide. Uh, just, just hop on board, become a powerful friend and uh, join our little community and, and you'll get a whole lot more stuff for your, for your, uh, for your donation. And we'd be really, really appreciative of that. Um, we don't have any fixed goals for 2019, but uh, we like, it's suffice to say we, we want to grow it, uh, as, as I, you know, authentically and as big as we can over the next 12 months. So take a chance on us, go check it out. Patreon.com slash tumbling saber. All right. So that's it guys. We are through with episode 157 a little bit shorter this time as we ease into the year but that's all right we'll have uh i'm sure we're gonna have many a podcast this year that will have us burning the midnight oil and freaking out at length over the the amazing news so uh that's it if you have a question for the podcast as rick did earlier in this episode you can send them to me via twitter or facebook or the easiest way is at tumblingsaber at gmail.com i'll get all my emails there and uh, we'll feed those into the show notes and I want to thank our good friend, Rob Wade, for endorsing this podcast on Emotionally14.com. So check that out. 
Uh, We are proud to be part of the E14 Endorsed Program, along with some other fine podcasts, including The Nerd Room and The Roman Podcast and The Wulong Talks Podcast. I think that's the three of them. But it's a great little program. We're happy to be associated with E14 in this this capacity. So go check them out. Uh, If you like laughing, Rob and his his crew have got you covered. All right, guys, that's all out of the way. Uh, Carlos, where can people catch up with you on social media? You all can find me at C Candido Music on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Facebook, you could find me at Carlos Candido. Uh, give my Facebook page a like. Or you can uh, jump on the Patreon campaign, Carlos Creates, patreon.com slash Carlos Creates, and uh, jump on to the campaign for as little as $3 a month. And you get music every month. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a fun time. So I want to see you there. Absolutely. And Corey, where can people find you? I got you on this, bro. Come on. Let me give it to you all for the first time of 2019. You can find me at Chump Rules with a Z, baby. I'm looking forward to speaking with you all in 2019. we got a big year ahead of us, man. I'm pumped, man. Let's do this. Let's do this indeed. You can find me at Tumbling Saber on, on Facebook. Come jo- Please come join us in our Facebook group. It's a closed community. We have a lot of fun in there. Uh, safe from the noise created by the old Twitter machine. Uh, we are having tons of fun inside the Tumbling Saber Facebook group. Uh, but if Twitter is your preference, you can also find me there at Tumbling Saber. And I'm more than happy to connect with you there and talk about the galaxy far, far away. So that's it. Guys, uh, episode 157 in the books. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let us know what you think. And uh, we'll catch you in episode 158. Have yourselves a great week. Talk to you later. Struggle for the answers. Questions frighten me. Circles getting wider, it's harder just to see.
I'm enrolling in Medicare soon, and it had me a little confused. Then I found MyHealthPolicy.com. With MyHealthPolicy.com, I could go online and compare Medicare Advantage plans from some top-rated national insurers, including $0 monthly premium plans. I could learn about plans in my area and talk with a licensed insurance agent if needed. MyHealthPolicy.com has made doing my research a whole lot easier. My choice, my Medicare, myhealthpolicy.com. New to Medicare? Go to myhealthpolicy.com. With myhealthpolicy.com, you can compare plans from some of the nation's top insurers. Start now to find a plan and apply online. Myhealthpolicy.com makes it easy to find a Medicare Advantage plan in your area, including plans for $0 a month in plan premiums, low out-of-pocket costs, and expansive provider networks. My decision, my Medicare, myhealthpolicy.com. 